One final show before Eagles Chiefs tonight, Monday Night Football. This is the Lockdown Eagles podcast. We take a look at the one-seed watch after Sunday's slate of games. LOE 3, player props, all that and more for Eagles Chiefs right here on Lockdown Eagles. You are Lockdown Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm Louis DiBiase, joined as always by Gino Camilleri. One final show before Eagles Chiefs tonight, a rematch of Super Bowl 57, one of, if not the most, anticipated games of the NFL 2023 season, Gino. But we also had Sunday to take a look at the rest of the games across the NFC as the Eagles right now at 8-1. and one. Try and hold on to that one seed. I think that's the more important part of this game, and we've both talked about it a lot. Like, yes, you don't want to lose to the Chiefs again. You know, there is a, a not a revenge aspect of this. Jason Kelsey said it. Like, it doesn't undo what happened in the Super Bowl if you win this game. But, of course, there's some emotional ties to it. The Kelsey storyline, Jalen versus Mahomes. Like, there's a lot of that. But this game, more importantly, is about just keeping up that one seed race because the Dallas Cowboys won. The Seattle Seahawks were the only team in the race that did not win on Sunday, actually. The Mm -hmm. Detroit Lions won, so they have eight wins. San Francisco as well, closing in. The Eagles, it's crazy. Like, at eight and one, you cannot get comfortable, and we know that more than any team because look what happened last year. They were coasting through the regular season, but it took until that final game to secure this spot. I was going to say for today's show that one of the great things about playing Kansas city and Buffalo the next two weeks is that it's an AFC opponent. And in the grand scheme of tiebreakers, it doesn't mean a lot, but the tiebreakers don't matter if you don't have anybody to compete in the tiebreaker with, because you lose these games, you have to continue to win these games. And Seattle was the only team yesterday to not only lose on Sunday, Lou, but to lose the last two games, the Eagles, had no time at all to do anything after that bye week. That's why that was so huge because you were inactive and all of these teams caught up to you in that race. And how important is this game tonight against the Kansas City Chiefs? Not only is it that litmus test that we were talking about, Mm -hmm. but the NFC is drastically better than the AFC, way farther than we thought it was going to be. Joe Burrow's out, Deshaun Watson's out. Who knows what that race is? I mean, DTR is going to start a home playoff game if this keeps up at this rate. But in the NFC, Detroit just continues to pull out games. You look at San Francisco. Brock Purdy has put up back-to-back weeks with a perfect quarterback rating. And you look at Dallas. They continue to win games with good offensive performances. Tonight is such a big opportunity to extend that to nine games. You'd be the only team not only in the NFL – to have nine games, but you would still have one less loss than Detroit. You would have another win than Detroit, and then you're going to play Buffalo, and then the rest of those teams that it will matter a little bit more in the tiebreaker because it goes San Fran, Seattle, Dallas. When you're playing all these teams that are right there, those are the games that definitely matter the most. But tonight is one of those tests where it's like we can't have a look 
look-ahead mentality. We know that every week is going to be tough from here on out. We don't yeah. get a layup until the back half of the season. This is it, boys. Buckle up. Like this, The litmus test is, are we going to be able to sit in this sauna, in this steam room with right. the rest of the good teams in the NFL, or are we going to have to get out of the kitchen because we can't handle the heat? And I think yeah. that's what tonight above everything else, because like Jason Kelsey and all these guys are saying, it doesn't take back what happened in February. We know what happened in February. But the goal is to get back to the Super Bowl in 2023. And if you're not hosting games – in Lincoln Financial Field, and you have to go on the road it's to tougher. any. I don't want to play in Dallas twice in a season. I don't want to have to go, go play to in San Francisco or, or dude, Seattle. Detroit indoors is a heck of an, a, a place when it comes to noise. San Fran is loud. Dallas is just, you never know what's going to happen there. I don't want to have to encounter that at all. You have to yeah. win these games against good football teams. There's no It excuses. is crazy that at eight and one, you can't get comfortable. But as you mentioned, like a big takeaway of what you were saying is the NFC is way better this year than I thought. I, Mm -hmm. you know, I thought the Detroit lions were going to be a good football team. The fact that they're eight and two really does blow my mind. I thought the AFC was going to be way better. So yeah, again, the Eagles can't get comfortable. Same thing as last year. It's very interesting how the path compared to last year is laying out in such a similar format, but this time the schedule is a lot tougher and you play the teams, as you mentioned, that you're competing with that number one seed for. So you have that game still with San Francisco. You have the Dallas matchup. You have the Seattle game. So even at the end, like, yeah, the Giants games seem like they're kind of the easy gimme games, but even the Arizona Cardinals this year have been a tough out and they just got Kyler Murray back. So they got to keep stacking these wins. You cannot get comfortable even at eight and one. And you know, that does start, Tonight with the Kansas City Chiefs, a primetime matchup in Arrowhead. Good news for the Eagles. They're healthier. They're getting back some key starters on both sides of the ball. We will get into that coming up next right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. And, guys, today's show is sponsored by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster and for free. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. Head over to LinkedIn, add your job, and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions, they make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview and then hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs, they help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, exciting news. Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Right here on Lockdown Eagles, we're getting you ready for tonight's game. Eagles Chiefs, a rematch of Super Bowl 57 and Gino, a huge boost to both sides of the ball. Looks like Cam Jurgens is going to be a go. Looks like I think he's going to start in the slot. Bradley Roby is back and healthy. This is big. I think more so for Jurgens than Roby. Roby, we still don't really know what we're getting. He had a pretty good debut um, a month and a half ago in the Los Angeles Rams. That was that matchup where he made his debut, held his own. But Cam Jurgens. 
you know, the run game, I don't want to say him being out is the reason lately the run game has struggled, but he was extremely good. One of the most underrated players, actually, of that first month of the season when the Eagles were a top rushing team from most metrics. And when he's been out, it definitely hasn't been the same. Like, Suo Petta held his own, same with Tyler Steen. But, you know, you've been winning with those guys. Cam Jurgens quietly, you were kind of winning because of in a lot of ways. He was unbelievable. Getting him back for this game, that's huge because they got to get this run game back on track and they got to keep Jalen Hurts healthy against and upright against a team that is third in the league in sacks. I think there was a reason that there wasn't much of a competition coming into this year at that position simply because Cam yeah, Jurgens. makes sense now. Yeah. He's definitely <laughs> the, the better of the three options, Absolutely. I would say. And the good thing about Jeff Stoutland is he does have – that positive impact on all these guys that he trusts them to never be a guy that they win in spite of. I think the only player that you've seen on that line that you've had to overcome and try and win in spite of has been Jack Driscoll at this point. And you haven't seen him in quite some time and thank goodness, but Tyler Steen has been good. I thought Sua Opeta has held his own, but like you said, you're coming back after four games where the run game wasn't so, or five games rather where the run game wasn't so great after the first four where it was rather explosive well, what was one big cog in that machine? It was the continuity on the offensive line of having Cam Jurgens there. And Cam Jurgens, one of the big reasons they wanted to draft him was because he's so identical to Jason Kelsey. Well, what is Jason Kelsey really good at? He's a very good athlete. What is Sua Opeta and Tyler Steen? They're decent athletes, but they're not to right. what Cam Jurgens is. No, Cam Jurgens, he has the experience over those guys, even though Sua Opeta is more of that journeyman type who's Played big minutes for this Eagles team, but I think just with that group, we have seen the most effective three on that right side being Kelsey, Jurgens, and Lane Johnson when they are all together. And, and that was the plan from the get-go, and I'm excited that he finally can get back healthy. That bye might be a blessing in disguise because you get an additional week's rest for that injury for him, maybe right. where you were kind of pressing the issue. Maybe if that game, this game came after Dallas where you're like, oh, we might have to rush him back a little yeah, bit. And yeah. it's like this game might be a little a bit point. bigger in the grand scheme of things. You get that extra week. And to Bradley Roby, it's been quite some time since he's played. But that should be the one thing that you put him in the slot and let everybody else do what they have to do. Don't worry about James Bradbury. Keep him outside. Let Darius Slay do what they have to do. And then let those safeties on the back end, the guys that are very good at being able to probe from the back end rather than playing that man-on-man coverage, i.e. Kevin Byard, sure. keep those guys in space, allow them to tackle, keep everything underneath. And Bradley Roby, if he remains healthy, should be and is, I would say, the best option for you. Maybe he's not the best athlete, maybe not the best cover yeah. guy, best tackler, but he allows everybody else to do what they have to do. Like sure. Sidney Brown doesn't have to be getting roasted in man coverage. And Eli Ricks, snap, too. Along with know, like, Eli Ricks, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's been fun to watch those two kids make plays, but yeah, they've been playing a new position. And with these key games, like the Eagles can't really afford to give young guys right now a chance to learn and develop, as no. we mentioned. And you got by, like you skated by right, those exactly. Guys. I mean, Eli Ricks had some moments, same with Sidney Brown, but you're 100% correct. Like they weren't really thriving. There were a lot of plays that they were struggling week in and week out. And again, at eight and one, you can't afford to get comfortable with this one seed hunt. So Bradley Roby, hopefully he'll bring some continuity. Is he going to replace Avante Maddox? No, I don't think anybody is on this roster in 2023, but I think he'll be an upgrade over what you've seen from Ricks and Brown Mm -hmm. over the last few weeks. And again, that doesn't mean that I'm not still very high on Ricks' future and same with Sidney Brown, but 
neither one is a slot cornerback, Gino. So I, I think this will be a nice boost in that way. The good news is too with the Chiefs, like there isn't really a slot receiver I'm like terrified of. So mm-hmm. Roby doesn't come in with like a really tough matchup. Whereas I will say for Roby when he came in against the Rams, Ricks and Brown, they've all been kind of thrown into the fire. It's like not only are you playing a new spot or for Roby's sake, like you're playing football for the first time in a while, but you also got to go cover, you know, here's uh, Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, or here's, you know, C.D. Lamb, and they've played a lot of good receivers this year. Well, 87 is going to line up in the slot a sure. decent amount, and the matchup is I'm hoping it's not going to be just plan. Bradley Roby. Yes, it's exactly. going to have to I'm be at least two guys on him, and, and that's right. the point. Like when we were talking to Tyler Rowland when we acquired Kevin Byard yeah. from Locked on Titans, he was saying – that Kevin Byard isn't that man-on-man type of guy, which we Hmm. saw the Eagles trying to do those first two games with him. Well, now if you bring him back and allow him to play that single high safety in a quarter-quarter half, whether he's on the quarter side, whether he's on the half side, it really doesn't matter. But you're going to allow Bradley Roby to man him up at the line of scrimmage. He's much quicker, I would say, twitchier than a guy like Travis Kelsey and allow those guys to close down on whatever area of space that Kelsey is going to. you got to have... I would say two safeties kind of keying on him. Like he turns one way, you key on him. If he turns another way, you key on him and you drop down. Right. But Bradley Roby is the first line of defense. It's not a wide receiver matchup, but it's a very tough, tough matchup for a guy who hasn't seen much ball in this system, let alone in the last month and a half. But talking about tight ends, Lou, I wanted to bring something up. Dallas Goddard, he breaks his forearm, what, two weeks ago now. Correct. And they said that they were going to have to put him on IR so he would have missed four games. This would be technically the second of the four games. So two weeks from now, can you yep. come back? And that would be the San Francisco game, if I don't believe yeah, that he I would mean, be ready for. He was on the injury report. They did not put him on IR. So mm-hmm. the Eagles think there's a chance of that. That would be huge. That would be that really would be massive. Big. But going into tonight's game, you're going to have to have those other guys step up because yeah. – you know and that's why Jurgens, by the way, Gino coming back is huge because Goddard was a big part of that run run blocking on offense too, and losing him but getting back a right guard in Jurgens that helps. Well, you're also going to toss two more tight ends in there that are just strictly yeah, basically only blockers. Sure. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like Brent Selleck lights at this point, right? Yeah. Like Old if they had Brent a family Selleck. tree, it's like Selleck, yeah. Grant Calcaterra, like 2017 Brent Selleck. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Where he's a pseudo sixth lineman, exactly. but no, 100. percent You're going to need the additions of DeAndre Swift in the pass game for sure. I think you're going to want to try and get those guys out in space. Hopefully, open up maybe those little bubble screen areas where you can get. Heck, Cam Jurgens pulling out wide and get him out in right. space as opposed to a guy like Sue Opeta or Tyler Steen. But to get the whole team healthy, essentially, outside of Dallas Goddard and Justin Evans and Derek Barnett was ruled out for personal reasons. And hopefully it's everything's OK with him. But you're going into this game very healthy, very healthy, Lou, for the first time in a while where Perfect. we were saying against Dallas, it's like to just make it out with this skeleton crew to get a win. Now you're going into this game tonight and saying, okay, if we can go toe-to-toe with these guys, we're going to give them our best blow tonight, and that's going to be basically a full squad outside of uh, 86. And I think, again, the offense – 88, yeah. Yeah. I think the offense is going to be the key in this game because, again, the defense, they're healthy right now, and the receivers, it's not like a daunting matchup. But Mm. you got Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Travis Kelsey. They're going to put up points. The offense has to step up. With that being said, we've got our player props coming up next. LOE3 presented by FanDuel coming your way. This is the Locked On Eagles podcast. 
This Monday edition of LOE3 is brought to you by our friends over at DoorDash. And this couldn't be more perfect, right? You're getting ready for the game to kick off. And you're like, oh, I forgot to get food. You're so nervous about this rematch. Well, guess what? We have the easiest way to get food right to your doorstep, and that is through DoorDash. You're going to take your phone, you're going to download the DoorDash app, and you're going to put in a little code LOCKED23. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-2-3. And when you do that, you're going to get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. For me, that's easy. I mean, I can eat a whole bunch of food, so I'm sure y'all can as well. You're getting ready for this game. You want to get a steak. From Day Rossi's, get a pizza from Santucci's, get a hoagie from Wawa, get some groceries from Wegmans. Make sure you do it over at DoorDash. Once again, you're going to download the DoorDash app, use the code LOCKED23, get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. Subject to change, terms apply. All right, Eagles fans, we're wrapping up this Monday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, Eagles Chiefs tonight. And as always, we wrap up our final show before a game with LOE3 presented by FanDuel, where Gino and I both go over three player props each that we're riding with for that Eagles matchup. Let's get into it, Gino. I went one and two against Dallas. You went one and two as well. You're 11 we and 13. We kind of stink at this. <laughs> I know. We're struggling this year. But you're still at a plus for unit shares, plus 2.67. I'm at minus 7.60. So I'm definitely struggling. Um, but the offense, I think this is an opportunity for them to put up points against the Chiefs. It's a really mm-hmm. good defense, but you know, at the same time, they know the task at hand, and they're going to have to put up points. Without a doubt, and hopefully this bye week, we kind of flushed the uh, first half of the season down the drain, <laughs> but but I'm with you. I, I think, especially when you're doing player props in this type of matchups, where Dallas Goddard is out, it's like, I think we know where to put our chips, right? It's like Black is hit 12 times in a row. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, these guys continue to churn out big points. Same with Jalen Hurts. Let's continue to ride the hot hand, and I think that's what we're doing once again. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Gino. So let's start with our first player props, and it's Jalen Hurts. We both have a Jalen Hurts bet here. I have him to score two touchdowns or more, plus 750. That is touchdowns on the ground. You have a Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown, plus 115. Love it. Let's get back to our roots here. We got to start getting some wins. How do we do that? Jalen Hurts getting into the end zone, and he did that the last time he played the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I think he's going to get one. I think you might be onto something with two. I went big a couple weeks ago with him trying to get over 300 yards. I think I'm going to play it safe. I have to get something just to get me back in on the action. But two touchdowns for Jalen Hurts in this type of game where you know he's going to play his heart out and really be the guy to be relied on in a game where the last time he let this team down on one drive and you know, he's going to hold that in his heart. And I think it's a big game for number one, man. Like he's not going to shy away from the bright lights getting into this gauntlet, Lou playing all these big teams. That's what they did in the sec, right? It's like every week down at Bama. Oh, we got to play Georgia. We got to play Ole Miss. We got to play Mississippi state. This is just the first stretch of sec games for this team. And Jalen hurts is accustomed to big time performances. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think here's the thing, when you're playing the best teams in the league, Gino, you got to pull out your top things you do well, right? And I think one thing that this team does better than anything is getting their quarterback in the end zone with his legs. So that's why I think, you know, it's a little bold to go with at least two touchdowns here, but 
plus 750 odds. I like that. And I think, again, Jalen's got to empty out the tank against Kansas City to get this win. We both have a parlay here between Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown for our second bet. So I have the over on receptions for both of them. I have the over on four and a half receptions for Devontae Smith. A.J. Brown over six and a half receptions at plus 240. You have... One of them, I should say, so this was just one bet, but A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith to score the first touchdown, which is plus 500. If anybody's going to score it, it's going to be one of those two guys, in my opinion. And I agree. I think it's going to be in a, a big electric type of way. I think the Eagles want to come out hot in this game. And you talk about having to go toe-to-toe with a team that can throw the ball down the football field. The Eagles were able to do that successfully in the Super Bowl, and I think – as yeah. good as the run game should be with Cam Jurgens coming back, I think you're going to get a confident Jalen Hurts coming into this game. And two guys that are going to go off, in my opinion. There's nobody else in the air. It's them or nothing. And I don't see them shying away from putting up yards. I think a 270 to 280-yard performance from Jalen Hurts in the air is something that you can rely on. And who else? Yeah. But AJ, I think AJ's just going to do something where you're like, yeah, that's why A.J. Brown is like 235 pounds where he just manhandles yeah. a guy. in the Like Trent McDuffie, where we were talking about him having a really good season coming in, and you're just like, oh, yeah, A.J. is as good as anybody at this point. Yeah. Again, this is the game, you know, you just need your stars to be stars, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm just going to throw my money on Jay, the big three, Jalen Hurts yep. and so are you. Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown. I do think, though, the run game will bounce back. They've had the bye week now to get healthy. Cam Jurgens is back. They can check out the film, see what's been going wrong. DeAndre Swift actually hasn't really been as great as or as efficient as I thought over the last month. He's actually in the bottom tier over the last few weeks in our yards above expected um, for running backs. I think that's going to turn around in this matchup. It's, again, a good defense, but I'm going to take the over on 58 and a half rushing yards. Again, another key to stopping Patrick Mahomes, keep him off the field. Let's get some of those long drives going where they demoralize his Chiefs defense. I'll take that at minus 114. And I always like these type of bets with the running backs too because it could go either one of two ways. Their game plan could be to to restrict the clock and want to just go seven, eight minutes for 11, 12 plays and DeAndre has six, seven carries on the first drive it could be. Or the end of the game, you're trying to whittle down the clock. Who are you going to rely on? It's going to be DeAndre Swift. And like you said, the run game coordinator, he's got his fancy toy back in Cam Jurgens. Jeff Stoutland is going to call up a good game I mean as good as Kansas City's defense has been right if you score points you're going to have to hold on to this lead man and how do you do that you rely on the run game absolutely and then your final bet the over and 21 and a half total points for the Eagles at minus 108 I think that's easy they got to score at least 21 to win this football game yeah it's a matter of math and a matter of how do they win a football game and against Kansas City They've only allowed one team to score over 20 points all season long, which is pretty freaking insane when it comes to their defense and usually thinking, oh, it's an offensive team. No, their defense is really good. But at the same time, every time we have said this, oh, Tampa Bay's defense is good. Oh, XYZ's defense is good. What has the Eagles done? They've gone out there and put up a a big-time performance. Outside of the Jets, which have had a really good defense, but I don't think that type of performance is in the cards for Jalen Hurts ever again, hopefully, and especially not this season, and especially against an opponent where the last time it was a difference of one play when it came down to Jalen. It's going to come down to one. It's going to come down to the quarterback play, and just enjoy tonight. And once again, NFL, like you're welcome for getting eyes on this game because (laughs) nobody – that slate that we watched the last two weeks, it was just I was going to say, man, the primetime games have been terrible, honestly. 
yeah, the last time Joe Burrow goes out of the game, and yeah. we thought that was going to be a good one, and, yeah, and this is going to be the good one Jake tonight. Browning. <laughs> yeah, Jake Browning in that game, right? No, you're yeah. going to see Jalen Hurts against Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey. We know all the storylines. Yep. Don't panic if things don't go 100% the Eagles way in this game. It is a tough team, and it's one of the best teams in the league. But at the same time, if they do win, remember, they're a good football team, and no matter what the media wants to paint it, they can beat good football teams. And I think they're going to get another one of those victories tonight. Let's hope they get to 9-1. and one. We'll be back for the postgame show later tonight for a Tuesday morning edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen each and every day. Again, guys, want to let you know one more time, Lockdown, we've launched that first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. So Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every single league so once you get done with this show head over to locked on sports today on youtube subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel for gino camilleri i'm Lou DiBiase signing off as always thank you for downloading thank you for watching and listening and let's go birds fly eagles fly